Ready? Here we go. Different points of view and highs and lows. A new perspective everywhere you go. Open up your mind, drown out the noise, and see if this connected. And see if this connected. What's up, fam? The mission of this connected podcast is to connect generations and situations about faith, life, and whatever comes along the way. To not necessarily agree, but be listened to. These conversations, of course, highlight the perspective of our various guests. And you are always welcome to agree or even disagree. But as always, we hope that it is done in charity. Now, here's your host, Catholic.Dad. In the Father, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. God, our loving Father, we praise you, thank you, and glorify your name. You always surprise us with various gifts of the Holy Spirit. One such is uh, the media of uh, communication. Through the medium of communication, you help us to evangelize. You help us to herald your word of God. Thank you, Lord, for the gift of our friend today and his studio here. Through this uh, interview and uh, the interactions that we are going to have, may you be blessed. May you be praised. May you be glorified. We ask up this in the precious name of Jesus our Lord. Amen. Amen. What's up, fam? And thank you again for joining us. Tony, thank you for that awesome intro as usual. Today is something different. We are in a different studio, actually the same studio, but different design. We have multiple cameras for you guys who are listening to this on iTunes or on Spotify or on audio. You won't be able to see this, but um, we've made some changes. And to honor us with the very first time with our changes in this video, we have We have special guests. We have actually three priests um, with us today, and I want to tell you a little bit about their order and what they're here for and what we're going to do to accommodate and try to help this this beautiful and wonderful um, calling that they have. So here is the Herald of Good News, HGNs, is a clerical missionary society of apostolic life of pontifical right whose principal seat is established in the Diocese of Eluru in India. Started in India in 1984, it was erected as of diocesan right on the 5th of May in 1991 and being recognized as of pontifical right on the 5th of May 1999. The society has a charism that is unique to itself of training and supplying zealous and hardworking missionaries wherever there is need in the universal church, especially due to the shortage of local vocations. HGN has Mary, Queen of Apostles, and St. Joseph the Worker as the patrons. The society has five ecclesiastical provinces, Divine Mercy Province in the new province bifurcated in 2017. The first provincial superior of the province is Father I.R.S. Joy Ashok, HGN. The province has got 123 missionary priests working in 
Tanzania, Kenya, Papua New Guinea, India, Canada, Ireland, Belgium, and Italy. I just got to make sure I was recording this. <laughs> so, and also in America. So, just make sure all of that. And the wonderful thing here is I actually know two of the priests who, one, both of them are my confessors. So, um, kind of awkward there. And two, both of them serve in the parish that I have. So, Fram, I want you to welcome three awesome priests who are going to tell you first who they are, what they do, and why they're here, and why we're putting them on so that you, our our fam, are going to be supporting them. So, fathers, welcome to the show. Thank you very much for welcoming us. (laughs) We are happy to be with you. So, first, Father, tell us... about yourself. Introduce yourself. Uh, I'm Father Suresh Marnikum from the Religious Order of Heralds of Good News. I came 2016 here to United States, the Diocese of St. Bernardino Diocese, and I am here with uh, this connected broadcast. That's right. Yeah. That's right. How are you, Father Jude? I am Father Jude Lurduraj Durairaj. Um, I am the best friend of Father Suresh, and we both are same congregation, so we happy to be here. This connected podcast. Thank you. Of course, I am Father Joy Joy Ashok. I have come here to United States of America for my canonical visit to visit my brother priest working in the United States. My priest. I'm working here in uh, 15 uh, dioceses, and we are uh, about 35 priests in the United States of America. We are happy here, and I am here this week with our priests in the Diocese of uh, San Bernardino. I have been having wonderful stay here with our priests. That's amazing, Father. Father, you are actually the provincial superior. Yes. So what what does that mean? What is a provincial superior? Provincial superior congregation, heralds of good news, has the pontifical missionary congregation, has got uh, five ecclesiastical provinces for the sake of the evangelization, better evangelization and expansion. We bifurcate ourselves into provinces. And uh, that way we are a divine mercy province we were bifurcated from our mother province in the year 2017, and uh, we are the new province in our pontifical missionary order. Although the new province, we are the biggest province uh, in number-wise. Our province has got the more members comparing with other provinces of uh, our congregation. Now, now one of the things is India, you know, you're all from India, and India is not usually known for for Catholicism. It's it's not a place when you're thinking, oh, Catholics. You're not even oh, Christians. You're not thinking of India. You're not. You're thinking maybe Hindus. Um, but how difficult is it um, to be? Uh, how is it that that you are Catholic in India? And is there a, a really large population of Catholics in India? 
India is uh, one of the biggest countries in the world, at least uh, in terms of uh, population. We have got uh, more than one uh, billion people in India. We are just next to China in population. And uh, of course, the major religion in India is uh, uh, Hinduism, you know. And we were all uh, Hindus basically uh, hundreds of years back, but due to the missionaries and the visits of uh, missionaries like uh, Apostle of our Lord Jesus Christ, St. Thomas, Yes. And uh, St. Francis Xavier of uh, Jesuits, we all were converted to Christianity, Catholicism. And we are all uh, proud Catholics today in India. And I can say that uh, without uh, the missionary zeal of Catholic missionaries, India could have not become what it is today. And uh, the scholars, the technologies, the way India has been shaping itself in various spheres, it's... Uh, tremendously a credit to the missionaries, the educational institutions run by missionaries, the colleges run by missionaries, the social service run by Catholic missionaries has uh, resulted in uh, such amount of uh, developments in India. Yeah. Well, one of the things that when, when you think of India, you think of the doctors, the engineers, you know, again, it's not one of those things where you're thinking, oh, priests. Um, but from my experience with with uh, the priests from your order, it's been amazing. You know, I'm not just saying this because Father Jude and Father Suresh are here, but the kindest, most gentle uh, priest that I've met. And, and one of the things that I, I really love about Father Jude and Father uh, Father Suresh is how gentle your approach is to the people of God. Um, by the way, Tony says hello. <laughs> Thank you. So, is with with that charism? What is the charism of your order? Our founder, Father Jos Kaimlet, was a highly influential priest in his diocese. Father was highly intelligent, and he was a, a wonderful priest especially to the poor. In the modern times, I don't think there is any other missionary like him along with uh, St. Teresa, who has been uh, wonderful to the poor and the needy in India and in uh, Africa. Our founder went around to the world and he found that there is a scarcity of uh, priests in the world, missionaries in the world. And he used to share with his friends that uh, we need priests in the world because people suffer without sacraments, without masses, without priests for the confessions. Therefore, he said, more than anything, I need to found a congregation to farm hardworking, zealous and saintly priests, not merely priests. I need to give to the world saintly priests so that priests stand with the people, be with the people, do the missions, live with the people, listen to their uh, pains, and then listen to their confessions. Therefore, he started with this beautiful charism, charism of farming the priests and supplying them, not wherever they want to go. None of us can say that I want to go here, it is comfortable, I want to go there, it's the best place, etc. But we go to the places where our superiors say, go there, 
wherever there is need if a bishop says that it is the remotest area it's the mission diocese it's a mission place nobody wants to go there and i want you to go how priests are simple hearted how priests are kind hearted how priests are wonderful so far i have been visiting all the bishops and almost all the bishops 99.99% of the bishops give me the message that your priests received the best formation and they are the holy priests and they are obedient priests that's a great credit of founder and we stand by the charism for which he founded our congregation i am happy that we are able to supply such priests to various dioceses in united states of america that's so beautiful and it's so true It's so true, and it shows by the two people again um, who are right next to you. So, I mean, so you're the one who sent them to the desert. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's your fault that they're they're sitting in the desert of San Bernardino. Just yesterday, I met the Bishop Emeritus of uh, San Bernardino. He called me along with Father Suresh. He said, "I never said so far to anybody, even to Suresh. I did not say." they are the best priests he said a wonderful compliment he told me they are the best priests i never said to anybody and i never compare with them to anybody they are the best priests i have in the diocese you know um for for me um tony said that um when he was going through that high school it was father jude who got him through a lot of the things that he was going through and that speaks a lot um uh, of the things of the charism of the gentleness of of your priests but one of the main missions that you guys have is that you work again as it says here in Tanzania and Kenya and Papua New Guinea in India Canada but the things that when you spoke last sunday at our parish you're doing your mission appeal and one of the things that my wife said that you said is the things that you were doing um in Africa and that touched her and she said we have to support them because that is amazing and and you say that you know you're you're a, you're um you're a poor um order and um but you're so rich in the people that you're sharing with with uh with us in the community um because you're here in the United States and and you're ministering to us and you know as in the United States everything is so disposable everything is so you know even though when people complain that you know things are very hard you haven't seen hard until you've seen it the way it is in other parts of the world so please tell us what your mission appeal what what really connected with my wife that says you got to get them on that podcast to talk about this we have to get that information out there so people can hear about it please tell us what your mission appeal is about and what you do with what what you're planning on doing during my mission appeals i don't carry papers with me right i speak from my heart because my heart is filled with uh, the compassion for the poor i just came from tanzania i was in tanzania before my visit to usa and the needs that the people have they are really heart touching heart drenching heart moving we have a, a home for the hiv infected children you know 
Yeah. HIV is considered to be something uh, contagious and people don't want to deal with such people and our missionaries we run uh, we support we need a lot of money to support such home because the HIV infected children are abandoned by their own parents and uh, uh, you know we need to give them the daily medication we need to give them the nutritious food we need to send them to the school and uh, every school uh, you know does not accept such children we need to find out such a school and uh, in fact we have a school specially for these children and uh, all these are uh, you know the big uh, concerns to us and we to have boardings for the girls you know in africa to give the safe education to the girls is one of the priorities we run boardings where the girls can happily and safely stay and they can complete their education and also we have parishes we have an orphanage where we maintain the orphan children so and uh, more than anything else we need priests who are uh, from africa Mm-hmm. therefore we began the formation of uh, the local candidates we hired uh, a house to begin the formation to the local, local candidates because we have been supplying priests from india to take care of the mission we are about 15 priests there taking care of all these missions of ours but then we realized that we need to have the local locations and uh, tanzania is one of the east african countries therefore we hired a house and we were uh, forming our seminarians but then paying the rent to that house has been a big concern therefore we approached the bishop of the diocese and he was very generous to give us the land and we started the construction just before coming to usa we laid the foundation to have uh, the accommodation for uh, 50 seminarians wow from uh, the east african countries tanzania kenya uganda zanzibar the seminarians are recruited from these countries and they are formed there and we have uh, already seminarians about uh, 66 of them in various levels of uh, formation in 5 years time we are going to have uh, priests from there and certainly we will supply them to the you know the local churches yeah. and to throughout the world now one of the things every time that <coughs> someone um hears about india they think of of saint mother teresa of calcutta um and she has a beautiful story and this is also why i i so much touched me when you told the story of that that young girl who went home to her mother uh tell us about what happened there and you shared us that story of um of that young girl who went home to her mother and and just what happened you know uh mother teresa is uh, a kind and wonderful uh missionary god gave to india and of course it she's not limited to india alone she has uh, gone far and she has reached throughout the world yeah. and uh, what she has communicated to the world is the love the love which can be given without any measure and uh, mother is a uh, had various uh, difficulties when she started her uh, mission in uh, india and india now and india those days 
you know it was uh, a big difference those days and despite all that she could put up a big show for the poor and she could establish various institutions the simplicity of uh, martheresa's missionaries is the investment of uh, all our missions they are very simple they are very humble they are very kind and of course when i was in the seminary as a rector and father jude was one of our staff members there we used to be the chaplains to one of the homes of uh, matheresa and uh, we used to go stay with them and we used to participate in their ministry and it is a learning process for us to be more and more humans and to be more and more uh, missionaries and i can go on speaking about matheresa of course i never met matheresa but i visit uh, matheresa and her uh, missions uh, often and uh, always it is uh, inspiring highly inspiring to visit her missions matheresa is a true gift to the society so hearing about your mission and um developing orphanages um and helping those who are afflicted with um incurable illnesses uh, how can people help you in your mission how can they be a part of your mission you know today's uh, uh context uh, we need to support the missionary orders for especially the formation of a priest everywhere there is a need for the priest every continent every country has got the need for priest and uh, priests are uh, the real need today and formation of priests in africa and in india is not uh, a simple thing because in us the parents might support the formation and people might give generously to the formation but in africa and india once they send the children once we recruit them to our orders we don't receive anything from the parents we have to you know give 100% everything to the candidates who are recruited we are uh, promoted to become priests in india it is about 13 years of formation they are initiated into the first years minor seminary we call then they are into the spirituality orientation that's one year 3 plus 1 4 then they are into philosophy and degree that is 3 year 7 years then one year of regency we call 8 years and then 4 years of theology 12 years and then 6 months of uh, diaconate it is almost 13 years of formation and for each candidate imagine we need to have at least in the indian and african standards uh, 1000 united states dollars and we have got 87 in india and 66 in uh, africa and uh, that's one of the major needs of our uh, congregation and the province and uh, if people come forward to support the formation of seminarians that will be a big relief always my intention in the rosary in my adoration is lord give me more people to support our formation program and uh, lord is uh, always generous we don't have uh, income generating institutions like traditional congregations yeah. we don't have big colleges we don't have big schools or nothing we have we only depend on uh, the divine providence our founder always used to say jesus is our supplier jesus is our uh, hope and let us trust in him our priest used to tell him father build some schools and colleges so that we have got money for our needs but he used to say jesus will give you 
you keep doing your missions jesus is your provider and always he received and we are sure people are generous they will give us and uh, we can happily supply priest to the world despite all the struggles we face but we believe in jesus and jesus our master will give and besides the formation of seminarians we to need to have money for the maintenance of hiv infected children home we need to have the money to run the school for the orphans boardings and then hostels for the poor women and also we are running a yeah free lunch program covid-19 has devastated uh, the scope and hope of people and there are thousands in india and in africa left without food they are not able to eat even uh, one meal a day there are many people with hungry stomachs and they are not able to sleep because they are hungry therefore we started a program in in india and in africa to give at least one good meal a free lunch and to give to one person one meal a day we need one dollar and one month we need 31 dollars one year we need 365 dollars and uh, we began feeding in our missions therefore that too needs money therefore i request people to support our formation program I in a sponsoring the candidates to priesthood as benefactors sponsoring the orphan children sponsoring the hungry stomachs in whatever way they can and possible uh-huh. you, you know one of the things that, that i'm i'm hearing is you know it's like each completely are saying you know jesus i trust in you because as you said you don't have these colleges that generate funds to support your mission and all of these things all of the missions that you were talking about huh? your orphanages forming future priests of the church um the provincial house the divine mercy de addiction center um you know caring for orphans and all these missions helping the helpless uh and feeding the poor uh, all of these things are just simply giving and not getting back uh and and you know that's truly living out the beatitudes yeah truly i i speak from my heart i am very passionate about con- it's like a confession i tell you we don't have any income generating source from all these the missions of ours not even 1 dollar will be balanced any month we start zero and we end zero and uh, we depend on uh, people for uh, any missions of ours and uh, we keep praying we kneel down and we keep praying and jesus somehow through someone has to respond to us and he responds he does yes one of the things yeah it says here you know one of the things we're going to post this on our on our Instagram. Yeah. Uh, and it's this is all you have. This is a little flyer. Yeah. And and it's and and there's a lot of information right here. Um but one of the things I took away from here it says that our main missions are running orphanages and schools for orphans, taking care of people addicted to various drugs in de-addiction centers, providing hostel facilities to poor girls going to school and colleges and working women. taking care of abandoned hiv infected children in africa abandoned yes so why are they abandoned because they are hiv infected 
you know i i was in africa i told you recently at the very outset of uh, the interview that we are having uh, one of our priests was uh, narrating a story of uh, a girl who wanted to go home without information to our priest she went home and she was found missing and our priests were perplexed anxious what happened to her and then finally they received a call from uh, the catechist of the village that uh, that girl is at home and as our priest reached there she was just standing outside the home and the parents were telling get lost go away from here we don't want you you are hiv infected you see the parents gave birth to the hiv infected child but the same parents do not want that child to be accommodated with them they were chasing her away they did not want her the child went for the parental love the child is chased away and the child can only receive the love with the missionaries she was brought back we hugged her we gave her the sweets and we counseled her she's with us happily and that's the case of uh, many hundreds of children and uh, we need centers of that sort the centers of love to love these abandoned children it's so important to to find that love of jesus it um when you're completely abandoned you know it goes on here that you know you're building homes for homeless africans running healthcare centers in africa free meal daily for the poor in africa and in india and formation of seminarians in africa and india and you have currently 87 seminarians in various levels of formation and for you're saying as simply as a dollar a day for uh, feeding the poor for feeding the poor one lunch to a one poor hungry stomach yeah. we need one dollar and and lunch yes lunch here is at least 8 10 no so, in in our african indian standards we can cook rice and uh, a simple curry and we can give them with one dollar and it is not an exaggeration or it is not a, a you know a kind of underestimation and for a hungry man it is not a tasty meal yeah. for a hungry man it is not a brunch or it is not a delicious delicacy mm-hmm. it's to you know quench his hunger therefore one dollar can certainly quench the hungry stomachs of people so and we per- are prepared to do do that So if a person here yeah. in the United States our listeners if you can give up one meal per week you can feed 10 kids certainly absolutely and uh, I can uh, send you the videos and uh, photos yes. of uh, this activity and you will be you know surprised to see that hundreds of people and if people come forward to participate in this program and to help us we can feed thousands of people throughout the world in India and in uh, Africa one dollar one person one day okay father how do they do that yeah how do they get to you and how do they give yeah they can you know uh follow the address of uh, our mission superior i have given my address here my email id here my whatsapp number here and uh, please contact us and certainly be in touch with us and uh, send your checks you know if you want to write the checks you write in the in favor of divine mercy province of herald sub good news write the checks in favor of divine mercy province of herald sub good news or else uh, you know contact us through email 
we will uh, guide the people how to participate and uh, you can also become benefactors you know continuously supporting us we will be writing to you if you give your address or email id we will send the brochures we will send uh, the updates we will send the greetings and we can give you seminarians whom you can adopt children whom you can adopt and they will be in touch with you and we will give the updates to all the people who are ready to support us that's beautiful yeah one of the things that father before we before we um started talking you said that you needed help in fixing your website yes so i'm going to ask you guys maybe Jesse out there if you're listening they need help building their website so if anyone out there wants to donate their talent um and time to help um these wonderful priests of herald of good news you know contact them their information is going to be in the details in the description of this episode so please please do uh contact them you know one other website you know mentioned father is www.divinemercyprovincehgn.org we're going to put that in the description details as well so that you guys can can find this organization to come help them and share that with your friends to be able to truly what what I say is you know try to be the hands and feet of Jesus for this this order that that truly is doing the work of mercy you know i can uh, i know tell all the listeners all the viewers that every penny that you contribute towards the missions will be used just for the missions and i can give you the receipts or i can give you the acknowledgments you are most welcome to visit our missions you can be volunteers in our missions you can come and cook the food for the poor along with us you can pack the food for the poor along with us you can stay in our centers where we take care of hiv infected children you can visit any missions of ours anywhere you are most welcome to india and uh, africa we will be your best host brothers hosting you most welcome <laughs> we can guarantee you the safe home you don't need to fear anything any illness any terrorism or anything we are your brothers we will take care of you you know that that sounds like a challenge to to do a, a mission trip so maybe that's one of those things where we'll plan a mission trip most welcome most welcome any number of you any time coming i'll be very happy to take you around if you fix me you know your time even i can be in africa ready to receive your airport i'll be with you throughout your time or in india or anywhere most welcome Yeah I think we were planning that with Father Suresh one beautiful. time yeah. to beautiful. take a trip to beautiful. India. Beautiful. Welcome, welcome, yeah. welcome. To um to bring some of the young people to experience that that uh missionary being a missionary and um and bringing assistance not just their their time and talent but the the things that that is important that is needed which is money money yeah. is the things that yeah. that is needed and that is what we're that is what we're saying folks is this this episode is a mission appeal this episode is a mission appeal to the divine mercy province herald of good news this episode simply is an appeal for you to help not to you know everybody says okay i'll pray for them we can pray we can pray and give 
We can do that. We can give up a meal. We can give up two meals. When we know, we can be a benefactor of, of a priest um, uh, in training. I call them pits, uh, priest in training, um, so that we would have more Father Jews, more Father Sureshes in our communities that work and help us with our spirituality and trying to get us closer and to heaven. So that is what I'm telling you, folks. That's what I'm asking of you. If you're listening, if you're watching, this is a mission appeal episode. We are making an appeal for you to give to the Divine Mercy Province Herald of Good News. Look in the details on how you're going to be able to give, how you're going to be able to support, how you're going to be able to be a part of their mission to be able to share the good news of Jesus Christ. It's not, it's not enough that, that we, we listen to or we watch this episode. It's more that what we're asking you, we're pleading you from you is to give, to give from the heart and say, Jesus, I trust in you. I pray this money that I'm going to give goes to that person who I know you're calling me to be an assistance for. So that is our appeal for you folks. Um, and that is our prayer that many of you who come to listen to this episode truly pull from your heart the ability to give generously. And that's what I'm saying. Give generously. Some priest one time told me, it's like, you know, God wants you to give not from your leftovers, but from your abundance. So give abundantly and you will be blessed. Not maybe two billion, you know, Father, I was I was gonna say, if I would have won that two billion dollars, no. yeah, we we would have been no. set. No. 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 But God if, God if won. everyone puts the hand together, we can build up the kingdom of God. Amen. You know, God, you know, needs to be reached out to everywhere. Today there are people who do not want God do not want to hear about the religion and they suffer various depressions. We need to reach Jesus to such people. We need to prove that he is the only God. He is the true God. For all that, without money, it is highly impossible. Priests are the medium. Therefore, help us to reach Jesus to the places where he is not reached. Amen. On that note, any parting words from any of you? Uh, today we are happy to be here. It's because of your invitation. So I want to especially thank you because uh, we have been doing the mission appeal many places, but you have given this chance to connect with the young people especially, yes. to talk about our congregation and especially our superiors here. So from his bottom of his heart, he was trying to share the God experience by loving people, by serving people, how we are blessed. So I want to thank you for giving us this wonderful opportunity today. God bless you. I think this is the first time we are broadcasting. Am I right? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is the first time. Thank you. We have never broadcast anything, any, oh, anywhere. Maybe we should start a HGN podcast. Maybe God's will. <laughs> <laughs> we are, uh, we are uh, poor priests hidden we need to go out we need to use the medium of medium. communication more and more to reach to the people of course uh, you know jesus has his own way of doing 
everything has its own time wow thank you very thank much you. thank you thank, thank you so, so much, much okay. for your kindness so. the very first meeting with you impressed <coughs> me you had a very bo- broad smile towards me you said father welcome i remember when i got <laughs> down at your parish i was with father jude and you impressed me you are a wonderful christian and i believe all those people are, who are with you are wonderful because there is a saying all the feathers of the same bird flock together and i believe the same character same personality is the people who are with you so hi to everyone hello to everyone love you all and uh, the love that we send through this video is tremendous to you as our brother said when you help the poor jesus will bless you abundantly i am a great witness of that when i stand by the poor i receive abundant blessings therefore be with the poor be with us jesus is with us god bless you all in the name of the father and of the son and of the holy spirit amen amen thank you all for coming on the show thank you for listening to this episode and remember what i said read the description for how to be able to donate and give and be part of the mission of divine mercy province herald of good news i cannot say it enough fam that we need to support we need to give and so on that note if you have any questions comments concerns regarding this episode or regarding the podcast please send me an email or a dm at catholic.dad 50 at gmail.com you can also support us by going to our patreon page at www.patreon.com/thisconnected anything that you send us if you want to put on there that hey this is not for you but it's for the herald of good news please send that and then we will send what you give us to the herald of good news that is going to be also part of our mission in this connected we are connecting here with the herald of good news so whatever you want to send us that is intended for the herald of good news we will forward it to them so please share in the mission as we are sharing in the mission and as always we say please pray for us we'll be praying for you and as always live a life of holiness be blessed and be third i'll see you next time different points of view and highs and lows a new perspective everywhere you go open up your mind and drown in the noise different generations of the girls and boys so sit back and relax this cat the podcast don't overreact if the thoughts are abstract when it's hosted by catholic dot dad who knows what's going to happen hey what's up fam Different points of view and highs and lows A new perspective everywhere you go Open up your mind and drown with the noise And see if disconnected What's up fam? To connect generations and situations about faith, life, and whatever comes along the way Respect runaway thoughts like a runaway train Break into conversation like links of a chain Make a Hail Mary pass, hope disconnects Have a question for a guest, put it to rest Live a life of holiness, lead by example Follow at catholic.dead and many tingled <laughs> Christ leads our way, he's the good shepherd Pray for one another, be blessed, and be there Different points of view and highs and lows A new perspective everywhere you go Open up your mind and drown with the noise And see if disconnected
This connected podcast is brought to you by the cabin. Want to get away and get some peace and quiet and rest? Yes, rest, but not too far away from home or the city. Want to experience a true log cabin feel in the mountains? Well, I have the recommendation for you. The cabin is a two-bedroom, one and a half bath that will do just that. With a beautiful wood fireplace lit and a glass of wine, you are sure to relax. With easy access from the main highway, private parking, easy access with stairs to the entrance, fast Wi-Fi, a full-size kitchen, and all the essential amenities will make your stay a memorable experience. This cozy log cabin was built in the early 60s with its original wood fireplace and a newly transformed deck with beautiful views of the San Bernardino Mountains. So, book your stay at the cabin in Running Springs, California. The cabin located in the San Bernardino Mountains, is a beautiful place to see the beauty of God's creation. I have known the proprietor of the cabin for many years. She has always supported the youth and young adult ministries of her community, as well as this podcast. Check out The Cabin on Instagram at thecabin2021. Again, that's at thecabin2021, T-H-E-C-A-B-I-N, 2021.